Yeah, she might go pick it up, but sometimes it's delivered. She freaked out about having to call a plumber. Hmm. Yeah, I've been doing curbside pickup. Yeah. And most of like Well, I'm gonna try that this week. Okay. It's really easy and it's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. The thing that I discovered is that a lot of times they don't have everything that I want. Right. But if I go to the store, it's there. Oh. It's so weird. Well, like with Brookshire's, there are things that they have at the store that they do not make available online. Mm, okay. So it's like mm. in-store purchase only. Mm. And I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm still going to pay for it. I'm still right. like, whatever. But yeah, that doesn't but they sense. Like I couldn't buy iced tea, like the Brookshire's brand iced tea, mm-hmm. because it was in-store purchase only because they were on sale. So I'm oh, like, oh no, they didn't want anybody to get the sale price. And uh, well, I guess unless, they came, unless they came in, and I'm like, that stinks. Yeah. Well, we. Well, yeah. You order online, you don't do those serendipitous purchases. Uh huh. Yeah. Which I always do. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I need that. You're walking around and you're like, I didn't need that, but I'm gonna buy it. That looks good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, dang, double stuff Oreos. Well, and with Brookshire's, man, sometimes, like, I'll go in there and I'm like, you have vegan ranch chips? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Gonna put a couple of those in my cart. Wouldn't have known if, unless I was wandering the aisles. Right. Mm-hmm. But also, who's wandering the aisles? Yeah. yeah. When I go in, I'm like, get in, get out. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I don't know my store anymore because I used to shop at Brookshire's in Denton, mm-hmm. which closed last summer, and I haven't learned the new store. And mm-hmm. then now we moved to a different part of town. I go to a different Kroger, and it's set up completely differently. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to have to relearn a store all over again. So I have to wander the aisles. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'm looking for something in particular, and I have to go... Up and down, up and down, yeah. looking for it. So that's me. <laughs> but I think that's different than I've been going to Brookshire since it opened. And yeah. me being like, I'm just going to see what just new stuff browse, they have. Just yeah, browse just today. See. I mean, sometimes they have new stuff. And maybe it'll be vegan and I'll want it. Not right now. Hmm. Okay, I guess we should really start. <laughs> I started recording because I thought we might say something that was really great. So I think we did. I, yes, I think our little update on pandemic, pandemic shopping, <laughs> pandemic is, stress disorder is relevant. <laughs> okay, so. Who's who's going to intro? You. Is it me? Okay. Do it. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to another episode of the Long Overdue Podcast, a production of the Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. Another special quarantine edition. Yay. But now we're all quarantined together in the same yeah, room. Yeah, we actually get to see faces. <laughs> yes. Half of our faces. With, uh, with, we have special pre- production special effects brought to you by quarantine masks which we are all wearing right now yes we are so if this sounds a little different it's because we we have to do this so but we don't have any call-ins today so that'll be different from the other ones yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so 
Um, well, so I guess you want to hear know what we're talking about today. What are we talking about? What are we Denise, talking about? Tell us what we're talking <laughs> about. I was going to say, do we need to introduce ourselves? Who are we talking? Oh yeah, in case oh, you can't yeah. recognize us. <laughs> well, uh, and our voices might be a little different. It might be true. good. Then. In case you yeah, in case you can't recognize us, this is Denise. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <I'm> just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Denise, your voice has dropped quite a bit, like two octaves. No, no. She, she might have the Rona. <laughs> no. I mean, no change in voice pitch. Was, was hey, was just add it to the ever-growing list. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. It, it came right after the losing your taste and sense of smell. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. No, this is Chris and... This is Denise, <laughs> Dawn, <laughs> and I'm Pat. <laughs> so Denise, now tell us what we're talking about. We are talking about the Mandela Effect. Dun, dun, dun. What dun, in the dun, world dun. is this? Because I had never heard of this. Yeah, neither had I. I. Neither yeah. had I. So the Mandela Effect occurs when a large group of people believe an event occurred when it did not. And... It is called the Mandela Effect. Um, so the Mandela Effect got its name when Fiona Broom, a self-identified paranormal consultant, oh, wow. detailed how she remembered former South African president Nelson Mandela dying in the na- 1980s in prison, although Mandela lived until 2013. Broom could describe remembering news coverage of his death and even a speech from his widow about his death. Yet none of it happened. If Broom's thoughts occurred in isolation, that would be one, you know, one factor. It'd be like, oh, yeah, she wasn't paying attention. But she found that other people thought the exact same as her. So even though the event never happened, she wasn't the only one who felt like it did. And so as a result, the Mandela Effect concept was born. And that's why we call it the Mandela Effect. So, so this sounds to me like a like a group of like group hypnosis or something. Like, so I would like to know whether she found out all these other people thought this by saying, "So tell me, did you think Nelson Mandela died in the 1990s?" And they would say, "Yes, I did. Didn't he?" And she would say, "No, he didn't." Or um. did she say? Tell me what you know about Nelson Mandela. And they would say, oh, didn't he die back in the... 1980s? Remember? 1980s. And I remember his widow speaking about it. Now, that would be convincing. Mm-hmm. But I know I've watched enough, you know, police procedurals on TV to know that you can lead a witness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into okay. a little bit of that. All right. Okay, so according to Healthline, there could be collective false memories which is another way to describe the Mandela effect. A large group of people collectively always say a particular saying or memory um, a certain way when in reality the truth is different from the memory. So conspiracy theorists believe the Mandela effect is an example of an alternate universe. Mm. Yes. (laughs) However, doctors have a much different explanation of memory and how some memories, although vivid, can be false. That's crazy, isn't it? Oh, sorry. Are you still reading? Go ahead. Well, um, they were calling it confabulation, which is called honest lying. Mm -hmm. Because you believe it. Uh Uh-huh. Huh. So, 
Confabulation is when a person creates a false memory without intending to lie or deceive others. Instead, they're attempting to fill in gaps in their own memory. Hmm. So, many examples of the Mandela effect are close to the original or true memory. Some researchers believe that people, even a large group of people, use confabulation to remember what they feel is the most likely sequence of events. Okay, so I actually feel like I kind of did this and I guess I just don't know if other people have done the same thing (laughs) 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 to know whether or not it's truly the Mandela effect. Mm -hmm. So we were talking the other day and I said that um, Queen Latifah was in a different world with um, Lisa Bonet after the Cosby show. Okay. It was a a spinoff of that. Mm Mm-hmm. But she wasn't. <laughs> I really thought that she was, but she wasn't. She was in another program that was about the same time uh-huh. um, in the same premise. And of with being kind of a, a sing- yeah, yeah, similar. Hmm. So um, did you well, all and think that that? I, I did not. <laughs> I'm going to lead you guys. Into- <laughs> Does anybody remember that show? <laughs> right? No. I but that's, that. that's how that starts because someone mm-hmm. else that had seen that show maybe hasn't seen it in a long time, might be like, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, someone else is like yep. going mm-hmm. going along too until someone shows up and is like, that didn't happen, y'all. <laughs> Let's check IMDb. And yeah. then, right. <laughs> and then everybody gets upset. See, okay, so you especially, I think, are the Googler. Uh of our group here i think pat probably does it too but it's like well let's just check on that Mm -hmm. and so you do it like right then and there i'm not i'll say things and i'll be fine with it (laughs) i don't care if queen latifah was in that show or not i mean it's really not that big of consequence to me but you guys would look it up and and verify one way or the other um so that kind of makes a difference too Mm -hmm. i think Uh with the kind of person you're dealing with with let's just have a conversation and i spit something out Uh So that's (laughs) that's interesting. I wonder if there are fewer Mandela effect things now that it's so easy to just, oh, I've got my phone right here. Check. I think that's what it, in my circles, that's what we do. Right. You You pull out your phone, you pull out your iPad and you check. I mean, somebody may say something uh before they check, Mm -hmm. but then we check. Yeah. So, I wonder if the number of Mandela effect items is is lower than it used to be because it's so easy to look things up. Well, and Chris and I actually had this conversation earlier. Yeah. But it also really depends on the type of person you are. Okay. Because there's people that are willing to die on hills about whether or not Jiffy was ever a thing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. Jiffy Pop Popcorn, not Jiff Peanut Butter. There you go, Jiffy Pop, yeah. <laughs> Or yeah. whether a movie that doesn't exist really existed. Oh, but yeah, I'm gonna get into that one. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, we had this. I was, I was like, Chris was like, that wouldn't bother me. I would just be like, no, and I'm like, really? <laughs> I was like, because I could see it, see it totally shaking your world. And he's like, nah. Hmm. Okay, so there was one that really stood out to me that I was like, are you guys kidding? Did you not ever grow up in the '80s? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I did. You, you guys <laughs> might actually know. 
So the one that I was like, really, is how they spelled Oscar Meyer. They so, spelled it M E Y E R. Okay. I'm just gonna and say, and I'm like, yeah, sing the song, song. Yeah. right? <laughs> My baloney has a first name. It's, it's O S C A R. <laughs> My baloney has a second name. It's M A Y E R. I love to eat it every day, and if you ask me why, I'll say. Oscar Meyer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. So you even learned how to spell baloney. That's right. Oscar Meyer, please send Pat and Don <laughs> some free baloney. Thank you. Maybe some hot dogs. I don't know. <laughs> we by no means got any money from Oscar Meyer for the lovely jingle. <laughs> but if you would like to send us something, Oscar Meyer... There are at least three people in this room that would eat it. <laughs> so I just have to say, I found this list of like 40 oh, Mandela yeah. Effect whatevers. Mm-hmm. And half of them are stupid spelling. Yes. It's like, yes. oh my goodness, yeah. can you not just spell? Uh-huh. Well, and I looked at them and I'm like, I don't know which one I really would have picked. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't remember. Just, you know, if you'd have thrown one out there, I'd have been like, huh. Well, and some of them yeah. are just like mishearing. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, like right. one of them was like sex in the city, but yes. it's sex and the city. Right. Like that's the show. Mm-hmm. Like, but you heard in instead of and, and you're willing to die on that hill. Well, <laughs> you heard the end. Sex yeah. in yeah. the city. Yeah. yeah. So that could be in. Yeah. It so, could be and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the Flintstones. That one blew me away. Yeah. No T at the end of Flint. I mean, that's part of the joke. Right. They're right. Flintstones, not Flintstone. Yeah. <laughs> Why would what you kind of rock that? is Flynn? Yeah. Uh, what about Looney Tunes? Oh, yeah. Well. But, yeah. That but one then to the me, opposite is Fruit Loops. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. But how many, you know, depending on how many boxes of Fruit Loops you've eaten and, and sat there reading the box, you would know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the, but then who would die on a hill for over that? Oh my gosh, so many people. Right. <laughs> Why is it that important? So Any of these. It is because some of these important? people think that the, the whole thing's a conspiracy about that, parallel universes. Yeah, that they've they're living in an altered universe because uh-huh. they are living in an altered universe, and it's their own brain that's altered. Well, and that's I think that that's the the psychology of it is that it's it's not a bunch of you know quantum. String theory, who ha It's <laughs> it's it's all constructive, like post constructive yeah. or well, whatever. Yeah, all these things are constructs, like how you spell words. Uh, yeah, that's all made up. It's stuff. just weird mm-hmm. to think that your brain can take all the information that it maybe it got clearly and then reconstruct it in a way that is not an accurate reflection of right. Or maybe it's a different reflection of what other people. Right, and I think really our brains are just trying to fill in the gaps. Yeah. Especially if you don't have all the information. Right. Yeah, and so one of them that I saw, which I had no clue about this one, was King Henry VIII's turkey leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm like, first of all, that would be a hilarious painting. <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking, you, you I have the- probably seen a picture like that. Uh-huh. Like... That would be exactly what I would see at Scarborough Fair. Yes. Right. 
So, so here's my, my comment. I can imagine in 500 years, somebody's drawn that picture. Right. Uh-huh. And then maybe they did eat turkey legs like that in, you know, whenever. But I put really, I highly doubt the king would be holding a turkey leg in a portrait he's trying to look regal in. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Also, he'd have to be holding that turkey leg for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he'd be like, I'm going to eat this. turkey leg, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> I just can't even imagine. That would be so, so funny. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that I that I was thinking about was how and I I don't remember which study it was, but they did a study about um, eyewitness accounts mm-hmm. and really how we should not be using eyewitness accounts in the <laughs> oh, court system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But one of them was just how um, you could easily influence somebody by just your word usage. So mm-hmm. like if you were talking about a car accident or something, you were like, there was glass on the, on the road. If you said broken glass or shattered glass, mm-hmm. like it would affect the way the person envisioned it. Shattered glass is a much more serious. Right. Event. Yeah. That and makes so, sense. so even just the like mm-hmm. changing the descriptor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would totally change the way someone is remembering mm-hmm. what they saw. Nothing's Mm. real. Everything's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I'm I'm just going to be writing everything down word for word from now on. (laughs) So you can go back and check your notes. Oh, man. That's a good good idea. (laughs) What did I mean by this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So you've got your, your typical ones. You know, the... So this was one of the things that Chris and I were talking about earlier when the Berenstein Bears mm-hmm. versus the Berenstein Bears. And I was like, I am a Berenstein Bear truther. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was Berenstein, not Berenstein. Mm-hmm. And I showed him this picture. Let me find it. But someone claims that they have proof. So... Way back in the day when VHSs existed. I guess they do still exist. (laughs) They do. We have a box of them at our house. (laughs) We can tell you everything we have boxes of at our house. We do. Okay, so sometimes that makes me think too much Photoshop stuff goes on anymore that you really don't know what to believe, if that was really a real picture or if they modified it. Oh, yeah. But yes. you know what? There have also been typos forever. That, yes. And that's what I, that's ultimately what I was talking with Chris about. It's like, really, like, this seems more of a, people just, probably in the book printings as well. Oh, so. We're just not what, spelled what, the way. What Denise just showed us was the, the labels on two different Berenstein Bears video, VHS tapes. One of them is spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N, the correct way. The other is spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. It's two different episodes of right. Berenstein Bears. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Hmm. And I can't imagine that product quality was as high <laughs> back then. <laughs> Well, and I think that, you know, it goes back to, like, what you hear and what, I mean, Febreze was one of them. Mm -hmm. And I don't even remember the correct spelling, but you spell breeze 
you don't spell breeze like it's normally spelled b-r-e-e-z-e right yeah i think the the correct one is only got one e yeah like the brand is febreze with only one e yeah instead of the two e's so i mean it's like you're trying to spell it correctly Uh that's kind of just what you do and then it just happens right and Mm -hmm. then it gets stuck in people's head that that's the way it is yeah Mm um well and we all know too that just like typos being ubiquitous misspelling a product that intentionally misspell words Mm -hmm. to make them shorter or to to make some kind of double entendre or something like that those are all over the place too so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Hmm. cheese it cheese it's Mm -hmm. which one's right cheese it's with a z that's what i thought (laughs) (laughs) i mean i thought it wasn't just one cheese it (laughs) there were multiple but a lot of times uh, i mean i don't know if this has been again mandela effect or or if it's just you just heard it wrong to begin with like you know like a lot of things like the luke i am your father uh-huh. yeah a lot of people just misquote that line that way and if oh is cheese it is the correct cheese one cheese it is the oh. correct one. oh there we go. is the, the not correct not correct one yeah and see but Don's reasoning of why uh-huh. it would be Jesus so not makes just one cheese in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And, right. This Which, yeah. and this is how we cause the Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just, just sit around a table I, and talk about stuff. And I still think it's wrong. It's cheese it brand snack crackers. It's oh. not describing what's in the box. Hmm. Although we call them Cheez-Its mm-hmm. when we're holding a bunch of them. Yeah. Look. But. Hmm. Do you want a Cheez-It? Would you like some Cheez-Its? see. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what about Curious George? Does he have a tail? Uh, no. And that looks really wrong to me with it being on there. Did you see the, the Friends episode? No. no. So there was a Friends episode where Rachel has her Curious George uh, stuffed animal. Uh-huh. He has a tail. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so that's where that probably got started. I mean. And, and Curious George does not have a tail. Yeah. So mm. now I'm wondering, did he ever have a tail? And then they were just like. We need to not. This is like, in the way. Yeah. Like, let's just not draw this tail. And then. What if they changed it so that they didn't have to pay credits to a company? That. Yeah. But I think he says Curious George on him. Okay. Because, you know, instead of putting Coke, they mm-hmm. put cola yeah. on it or that something. That means he's not really a monkey or something along those lines. Right? Yes. But they call him a monkey in yeah. the. So you can kind of see that he says Curious George on him, but that might be it then. But is it spelled with a K? (laughs) (laughs) Right. No. Curious. (laughs) K-U-R-O-I-U-R-I-O-U-S and then (laughs) G-O-R-G-E. Or J-O. Curious George. (laughs) 
But I think that I think that's a little more accurate. Is that he was supposed to be more of a chimpanzee, mm-hmm. but people don't know the difference between chimpanzee and monkey. Well, <laughs> and way back when Curious George got started, nobody cared. Right. And yeah. when you're trying to read a children's story, yeah. it's much easier to say monkey than chimpanzee. <laughs> and the whole idea was the children could read those books for themselves, I think. They're, yeah. they're not super, super, like, super simple, easy readers, but they're pretty basic mm-hmm. vocabulary. So, if you want kids to read for themselves... You can't, choose monkey, not you chimpanzee. You can't have hard words in there. <laughs> Ten letter words? What? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not what's that your, old. Was your kid a genius? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's not. That's irrelevant that's a to different this conversation. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the one that Chris and I were talking about, the one that I was, I was just so, there was a movie that apparently a bunch of people think was an actual movie that never happened. So apparently in the 90s, people swear that they saw a movie with Sinbad, the comic, Mm -hmm. playing a genie. And it was called Shazam. Okay. That never happened. (laughs) (laughs) There is no movie with Sinbad that's called Shazam. Is there a movie called Shazam? There is now. There's now. now. But it's not. But but it wasn't that way. Not related. Okay. Mm -mm. So, in the, let's see, what was the, in the New Statesman. I can't imagine Sinbad being in that. I'm thinking more of. Dude, Shaq. Just, You're yes, about Shaq. thank you, Shaq. Yes. So yeah. there was a movie with Shaq. Okay. Where he played a genie called Kazam. Uh, <laughs> okay. So apparently these people that think that the Sinbad movie actually happened claim that the Sinbad movie happened before Kazam and Kazam was a ripoff of Shazam. <laughs> you know, this sounds like just the kind of movie somebody would rip off, doesn't it? Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> they okay. spent all this time. Hmm. So, okay. So, in the the Statesman, let's see. It, article was published in December of 2016. The reason I bring this up is because there is a 52 year old man named Don. He did not want to say what his last name was. I don't blame him. <laughs> said that in the early 90s, roughly around 1994, he ordered two copies of a brand new video for the rental store his uncle owned and he helped to run. To quote him, I had to handle the two copies we owned dozens of times over the years. And I had to watch it multiple times to look for reported damages to the tape, rewind it and check it in, rent it out and put the boxes out on display for rental. So he is 100% sure. (laughs) That Shazam was a real movie with Sinbad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the days, in, in these ways, the film Don is speaking of is exactly like the hundreds of others, except that this movie doesn't exist. And he says, it feels like a part of my childhood has now been stolen from me. Uh, How does a movie simply vanish from our history? <laughs> Aliens. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a parallel universe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They came into our universe and stole all the copies <laughs> to take back. This Don mm. should not be in our universe, and I don't know where he came from. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little easier to explain, I think, than... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, because they'd had to mess with all of our memories. Right. That, right. They but just threw Don in and we're like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> He's telling too much. Quit. Get him um, out of there. And of course, then there's all these off the wall theories about what causes the Mendel effect that's not psychological. Like, yes, parallel universes, or they're like the ripple effects of time travelers coming into our, <gasps> our time and really? changing the timeline. And it, it messes with our brains, so we don't remember everything. That makes me think of the mask you're wearing right now. Yeah. <laughs> ripple effect yeah. going on there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and what else? Oh, and then, of course, the other, you know, the other usual culprits like witches and, you know, satanic oh, rituals and things like that. You know, all the, the usual. Wow. They get blamed for everything. <laughs> I know. I'm justly. <laughs> So the funny thing about the whole Sinbad thing is that he has many times said, I was not in a movie where I played a genie. <laughs> I think he so will know. he doesn't even remember it. No. Wow. And but, you know, I'm like, Sinbad, maybe it's time you make a movie where you're a genie. <laughs> like, just take care of let's that. Let's just yeah. cash in on this now. Yep. Do it now. But he's like, have you, like, on a tweet, he says... Have you noticed no one my age has seen this so-called Sinbad genie movie? Only you people who were kids in the 90s. I was like, the young mind. <laughs> right. So on Reddit, an anonymous individual asked Yahoo Answers, do you remember the Sinbad movie? They wrote, wasn't there a movie in the early 90s where Sinbad, the entertainer slash comedian, played a genie? Uh, help, it's driving me nuts. And at the time, nobody remembered the film, and it took another two years for somebody else to ask about it again online. And another Reddit <laughs> user wrote, it's a conspiracy. I swear this movie exists. Anyone have a copy or know where I can find proof? And then that's when people started, like, answering his question. And, like, there's one person who, like, claims they remember, like, scenes from it. Oh, my <laughs> wow. goodness. <laughs> Do they correlate with the other movie at all? A, a little. Now, you got to remember, the theory is that Kazam was a ripoff of Shazam. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the I don't even know what Kazam is about. A genie. Right. <laughs> but the Sinbad movie was about these two kids that accidentally you know, find a genie and they want... They wish for their father to find love and remarry. They had lost their mother. This fictional yeah. movie. This fictional movie, yes. <laughs> I just want to be clear that it didn't exist. exist. Denise is describing this movie, but yes. it's not <laughs> real. Not real. And so they found a, something called a genie. That was their wish. And Sinbad couldn't grant it because he can't make people fall in love. And it's just like where are you guys coming with, up with all of this that sounds like a great movie though. i know right I mean, it's, all, <laughs> it's all logical I like, i'd love to see that movie huh? right <laughs> hmm. 
they did think that they eventually found where people were getting the image. Mm-hmm. And so at some point, Sinbad had um, hosted like some kind of Sinbad the Sailor movie marathon. Mm-hmm. And he dressed up in a red turban and had on a, a vest and mm-hmm. looked like a genie. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so they think that that's where that image came from uh-huh. and then you get a little bit of Kazam in there. <laughs> I love it. But apparently several people. Yeah. I was like, who has that 90 Sinbad genie movie on DVD? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> on DVD? Did they have those in the nineties? But I mean, we can get all kinds of movies now on DVD. Right, that's true. <laughs> but you know, I was thinking if it, if it was hard to find, it may only be on VHS. Right. <laughs> That's true. Except that Sinbad himself is still like, I wasn't in a genie movie, y'all. Oh, and they also said that he was in, Sinbad was in a movie called The First Kid. Mm-hmm. And that there was a preview of Kazam on that VHS. Oh. Oh, yeah. Putting them together. Yeah. I was like, once you start... You know, breaking it apart. But, I mean, the state, like, this entire thing just ruined Don's life. <laughs> right? <laughs> he is a wreck. <laughs> He's all shook. <laughs> is he still in our universe? <laughs> Who knows? Has anybody checked? <laughs> no, no, no one knows his last name. <laughs> hmm. I have no idea. Hmm. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Where is Patrick Swayze? What do you mean, where is Patrick Swayze? Patrick Swayze. Well, maybe he's in an alternate universe. <laughs> some people think that he died, and some people think he recovered. And went and then hit out. <laughs> What'd you say? And I'm went sorry. and hit out. He pulled an Elvis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he did die. Which is very sad. Mm-hmm. But some people remember that he recovered. Mm-hmm. So how does that work in an alternate or how would you, how are you explaining it? The wave effect of time travel. Yeah. So like. Some kind of weird rift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he passed away in this. In the space time continuum. But like right before that happened, he went over somewhere else. <laughs> well, if it changed. <laughs> and he recovered. Even if it changed and you have a new memory of some of what happened, that doesn't doesn't delete the old memory of what you remember. So, hmm. so then it's like what? <laughs> like like if you if you live in a universe where uh-huh. where that something like that didn't happen, and, so he, he, and he, you have a memory a memory of him recovering. Uh-huh. And then some weird time travel parallel universe thing happens, uh-huh. and and now all of a sudden your reality is different, or you're living in a different reality. Your memory, your memory of that doesn't just go away just because reality changed. Which is why, at some point, if you believed that Patrick Swayze recovered, uh-huh. and I'm like. Patrick Swayze died. And you're like, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. So you're, you've got that memory of that. Uh-huh. While I've got the memory from this timeline. And that's how we end up with 
you remember something that is different than oh what gosh, I remember. I have so many questions. Okay, so <laughs> where are you? Okay, so I am now There's in a different universe. And different. where is my other person in the other universe? Just and in, what do they believe now? Just swapped out. So yeah, the, and where so, are you? So the, <laughs> so the and God. And how do we keep crossing paths with how? each other? Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm so confused. So in another in another timeline, another universe, there's another another almost e- equal almost exactly and exact same, same copy of Dawn that's mm-hmm. having the same conversation with Denise about how she remembers <gasps> that one. Patrick Swayze died, and Denise is over here like, "No, nah, he recovered. He recovered." <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is so mind boggling <laughs> to think that we are sitting in another universe with masks on, I know. Yeah. <laughs> having a podcast. <laughs> Having a very slightly different argument. Yes. <laughs> I could have sworn Berenstain Bears was with an A. <laughs> wow. Did we talk about it that we're in the Matrix? Oh yeah, that's the other the other theory is that the you know the theory that our our right. existence is a, just a computer simulation. Oh, like, like I don't matrix. like that. And, and so, <laughs> so when you have computer. the Mandela effect or deja vu or whatever, it's because there's little there's bu- bugs or glitches or hiccups uh, or whatever. We're really Tron or we're Spy Kids 3D. See, yeah, or that's one I'm just like, ew, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't want to be in the computer. It's like the, um, oh, my brain. The scary movie, black and white. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Thank you. <laughs> I, I describe it. Denise knows what I'm talking about. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Denise and Pat can usually fill in my, my thoughts here. So the Twilight Zone, there was one where this lady and this guy, I mean, everybody was just gone in this town and they wake up, you know, and they're oh, trying to yeah. find people and all that stuff. And then at the end, you realize there was this giant person out. They were kidnapped. Yeah. See, well, well, I was thinking about the lady in the train station that kept seeing herself. Oh, like, I didn't see that she one. would go to the bathroom and just like in the mirror, like see herself pass by. And she's like, what? And she wasn't there. Uh-huh. And so she was like, what am I, what am I seeing? Am I going crazy? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, her other self is on, I think it was probably a bus actually, on the bus. And she watches her like leave and then so she's there and she's like <laughs> like what happened like oh my gosh wow that's kind of freaky and she was left behind some weird parallel universe limbo hmm that makes me wonder about the twilight zone <laughs> i always did wonder about the twilight zone right? it scared me a lot and i told chris that neil degrasse tyson put the odds that we were living in a computer simulation at 50 50 50 percent chance <laughs> and i was just like oh, uh, no. so way to, way to give people hope right and i'm like Wait a minute. Knows so what he's talking about. i was born in the 70s before computers were widespread so how yeah. could that have happened that you, i was you developed. only think you, you were only born think in the you 70s. were born in the 70s. <laughs> Gosh, that just blew the programmers were smart enough to make some of us older and some of us younger and some of us born after the beginning and have have those memories yeah. of uh yeah filled wow. in all the you know 
That's how some people people have memories of a past life. (laughs) What is my purpose here exactly? Why would somebody create this? For their own fun, they're playing a video game. If we we go by the the Matrix, we were just batteries. (laughs) See, I think it's kind of funny that it comes full circle. Because I've read some of the like some of those articles, like the one where he said, you know, it's a fifty percent chance we're living in a computer simulation or whatever, created by somebody, you know, higher power Ooh, that, yeah. that has creative control over this this uni- this computer universe we're living in, and they're like, that means there's a there's a higher power who has written this whole scenario, and I'm just like. You don't say. <laughs> that sounds similar to something else that, something that a lot of people have heard along the way. Yeah, that's funny. Good point, Chris. So, anyway, oh, that's funny. So that's the alternate universe. Some people here but believe in. That would be a good way, though, for a programmer, though. To get us to accept that we're in a computer simulation is that they've already introduced religion into our computer simulation. <laughs> Oh my goodness! It is. <laughs> I mean, if you really break it down, I mean, uh, you know, a computer sim is just a, you know, wow. Like, what what is a what is a, a computer simulation? It's a facsimile of things that we that we uh, we know to, or we have we have preconceived constructions of, mm-hmm. and so you know, you watch a, a a movie or you play a video game or whatever, and you're in this computer simulated world and and you know even though there's ones and zeros and everything going on in the background i mean for your purposes of construction that is reality mm-hmm. it's just built from something different as we're, we're built from you know molecules and atoms and subparticles and and whatever we're just, organic material yeah, yeah. Wow. just just different programming material that's so this That's alternate all this alternate universe is there's another program almost exactly like somebody else makes a different choice Whoever's playing the game has mm-hmm. Denise remember different things. And oh my goodness! So my daughter was telling me about. Um, a, so this was a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan fiction book uh-huh. she read for no apparent reason. <laughs> it's quarantine, <laughs> but it was, right, exactly okay. And it was Spike and Angel. Uh-huh. Is that possible? Are those yes. two people that would have been in a story together, maybe? Yes. Okay. Well, they found a place where they were in theater, and they were on stage, and they kept finding ghosts on stage. And the ghosts were the remainders of every character who had been created and performed on that stage before. Huh. So, hmm. and, and the more robust, the more fleshed out that character was portrayed, the longer and more corporeal, the longer they stayed and the more corporeal they appeared. So if you see a little flip, flitty, whimsy ghost, that one's not going to be there very long and it wasn't a very good performance. But you might see what looks like an actual person walking up to you from a hundred years ago and that's somebody who did... a spectacular performance that long ago and so all these things uh, they're there and i don't know whether they can interact with the people who are there i'm not sure i didn't we didn't get that far in the discussion but (laughs) that's it's like that it's Mm -hmm. like 
there and there you know there were five Blanche Dubois wandering around oh. a little different because they had been portrayed differently costumed wow. differently you know motivations different or something hmm. god that sounds like a great Makes idea for an adventure like, <laughs> uh, it does doesn't it mm-hmm. alternate universes it's all making hmm. sense it's all coming together yeah is, is it? <laughs> i don't know everything is still alive <laughs> But what's the lie? <laughs> right? <laughs> really, what it comes down to is that our brains are garbage. <laughs> we can't remember anything <laughs> properly. <laughs> like, hmm. Which is... So th- is that a comforting thought for someone who forgets things? That like, like me? that's just the way my brain works. <laughs> you know, brains are garbage. I can't be, re- I can't be re- I can't responsible re- for remembering things. I mean... If- Oh, uh, see, now that I'm not sure about. <laughs> I mean, we are responsible for remembering some things, but whether or not Queen Latifah played <laughs> <laughs> Some things are more important so than you, others. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What's what's important enough to take that stand and, uh-huh. you know. Mm-hmm. It, it really comes down to which hill you're willing to die on. Exactly. Yeah. And it should not be whether or not Sinbad was in no, <laughs> the genie. It should not be how to spell Oscar Mayer. I was even though say, nobody I should mistake that, right? <laughs> I mean, just listen to the if, song. If you've got a song, you can remember it. I promise. Music is amazing for the brain. It is. It engages so many parts. When did they stop doing the, the whole jingle? Oh, my god. When gosh. they were stupid. Because, I mean, I mean, at that I, point, that's that's what happened. The song yeah, was yeah. not a part of their advertisements anymore. Mm-hmm. And then people forgot how to spell Meyer. <laughs> right? <laughs> so They're going to have to bring it back now. So. Well, you know what? <laughs> they did a few years ago. It was like through a summer. It was some kind, I don't know why, mm-hmm. but maybe because they, they were out of ideas. Is, is that when they had the, like, the Oscar Meyer? The Wienermobile? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably when it was. Okay. Well, there's, there's a big nostalgia, um, you know, um, bandwagon, I guess, uh-huh. that's going on. And I, for some reason, I was thinking, see, here's my memory. Uh, something about the Super Bowl and the commercials were mm-hmm. kind of on that line there for a year or two about the the old Coke commercials. Mm-hmm. and Oh, yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So the song was written in 1962. Oh my God. It was still being used in 73. The man who wrote it died at 80 something in 2016. That's all I got so far. Still working on it. Well, how about what? this one? What? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about something. No, go ahead. <laughs> to all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. What is that for? I don't know. The Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's, please send on the Big Mac. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> See, we also received no money for that. <laughs> Let me just say that products these days don't have good jingles. I mean, I agree. Yeah, I don't think jingles are really. Mm-hmm. When Barry Manilow uh, stopped writing song jingle, ad jingles. Uh-huh. It all went downhill. I you didn't know. realize he was he was the 
He did. He was the go-to guy for jingles. He was. (laughs) He was. Hmm. I love those commercials. I'm reading an article on the Oscar Mayer Wiener song, and the guy says, fun fact, in the comments, I misspelled both Meyer and Wiener in my first draft of this article. (laughs) (laughs) Even though he's talking about the song. Uh That's funny. Uh. And and so what he's talking about is both of the jingle songs. So the baloney song and the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. Yeah, and I don't remember the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. I Seriously. Might, if somebody started singing Oh, it, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what it really like to be. Or if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, everyone would be in love with me. me. See? Yeah. I do remember that now that you You do remember it. that. Send us some hot dogs. <laughs> well, I had already asked for hot dogs. We're not. <laughs> there was a different song for that, Denise. Okay, well. <laughs> it was playing in my mind that there was a different song for that, but I, I couldn't remember it. Pat saved me. saved you yeah so the big commercial that's coming back now with the covid stuff is the wendy's where's the beef (laughs) (laughs) i loved that old lady (laughs) and what'd she do she'd go through the drive-thru where's the beef and he'd point to it that's not the beef that's the pickle look under the pickle (laughs) And so they were throwing that against McDonald's that their oh. patties were not big enough. Mm. Was Jay Leno in a Doritos commercial? Mm. I don't know. Was he? I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> I, I, I have no memory of this. <laughs> um, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. <laughs> Look it up. I didn't bring my phone. I might have. What if I just forgot? <laughs> what if I've seen it and I just forgot? <laughs> There's that. Is that a Mandela effect? No. Uh, I think the Mandela effect only applies if you're like, if she's like, yes, he was. And you're like, no, he wasn't. <laughs> and then we look it up and one of you's right. <laughs> Let me just say, I am 99% sure he was. I'm taking a yes, stand on was. this one. Woohoo! Cool Ranch Doritos commercial. Hmm. 1987. <laughs> oh, good gracious. It was kind of funny. It was maybe, about the big Maybe French. more than one. Well, because it looks like he was in more than one. Okay. Yeah. 1986, 1990, <laughs> 87. Really? It would have been one of the earlier ones because I know he was really young and it was before he had his show. Mm-hmm. Finally. What'd you find? The Oscar Mayer song. Mm-hmm. I believe, was aired from 1963 all the way until 2010. Wow. Because Oscar Mayer Company called it the longest-running, still-in-use commercial jingle in 2010. But that's when they were setting it aside for a new ad campaign. Wow. So there is no excuse. There is no <laughs> excuse. <laughs> no. Unless you're 10. <laughs> Or younger. (laughs) And then I still wouldn't really expect you to know how to spell. And then your parents should have taught it to you. Right. Exactly. You still don't have an excuse. I am curious what their new campaign is because I got to tell you, I don't recall it. Um, Exactly. (laughs) It failed without a jingle. Well, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have a catchy jingle. The picture I saw was two people like two teenagers on a date 
mm-hmm. sharing Oscar Mayer or something, you know, food. And it's like, because I wanted to do something very different from adorable children singing and spelling. And that's what they came up with. So in this day and age of the voice and American Idol and all these singers, and you're taking away music from your commercials, yeah. not a good marketing choice. <laughs> <laughs> they, they still want free bologna. <laughs> <laughs> and hot dogs, Oscar Mayer. <laughs> Wasn't Willie Nelson in a Taco Bell commercial? Really? One, it was a ta- ta- he was in a. Uh, so, so Chris is sitting here speculating. <laughs> Don is sitting here saying, "Really?" And Denise and I were both reaching for our devices <laughs> to look this up. <laughs> it might not have been Taco Bell. It might have been another taco place. But he was in. <laughs> See, this promotes more like conversation back and forth where, you know, when you look it up on Google, you just, you settle it. And then it's like, okay, what are we going to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) We solved that mystery. (laughs) When we could have spent the next 20 minutes talking about it. Yeah. Even though it may not have ever happened. (laughs) That's good. Right. 1992. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Was that a regional commercial? <laughs> <laughs> in, in Chris's house? <laughs> yes, they only played it direct to my house. No, I, know, I don't even remember ever seeing the commercial. I was only like seven. Then. I, I just was made aware of it because of a, a roundabout way. It was like a skit that somebody did where they... Okay. They didn't even use the commercial. They were used overdubbing a scene from a video game oh, with funny. a... Skit making fun of Willie Nelson in a Taco Bell commercial. Because when you were seven, you probably didn't even know who Willie Nelson was. Probably not. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know why. I've got all of these commercials going through my head now. Meow Mix. I've got Willie Nelson songs. Do you? No. Yeah. Do you remember the Meow Mix one? (laughs) Meow, 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 meow. Yep. I love chicken. I love liver. I love tuna. Please deliver. (laughs) Oh, wait. There was more to that jingle than the... (laughs) Well, they translated one verse. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Send us some cat food. (laughs) (laughs) We're not sponsored. (laughs) Uh Oh, Oh, we're Mm. just product placing all over the place. (laughs) We are today. Well, I mean, that's what all of this is about. It's about, like, popular stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not about unpopular stuff, because nobody remembers that. Right. <laughs> and no one's willing to fight about it. So, so is that kind of suggesting that, that memories that are more personal are not as subject to the Mandela effect? Like, only things that have a group, like a group perception or construction of... I- no, that I, was what my understanding of what it is, is that it has to be a mass mm-hmm. misremembering right. in okay. order for it to qualify as right. the Mandela. Right. It, so might, it might be something else, but it wouldn't be the you Mandela. You and I could thing. misremember something. And what is and that it, called? I just forgot. <laughs> misremembering. <laughs> misremembering. <laughs> and then it's not until we bring Pat and Don into the conversation... And then, depending on where they fall. For example, uh-huh. what what when are we spo- what are our hours going to be starting? Next oh yes, week? <laughs> this is a- <laughs> starting next week, our hours are going to be ten to six. 
10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday oh, okay. through Friday. So you're you were had the correct memory in this respect, <laughs> but I also am still thinking that maybe you had better information than me since you had <laughs> direct contact because somehow I got it into my head that we were operating from 10 to f- five, and then we were staying from five to 5:30 to clean up. I don't know where I read that. Mm-hmm. Or but I think we briefly discussed. Closing the computer lab early. 10 to 5.30 so that we could clean, clean. up from uh, 5.30 then, to 6. Okay, that's probably But I, I thought thinking. we would still be open that part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is what we said. <laughs> so I remember like our hours, not the public oh, the hours. the public. Right. Right. So yes, the I computers will be open 10 to 5.30. Monday through Friday. Library holds pickup is available 10 to 6. We're here. Someone is here 9 to 6. Mm-hmm. But don't come from 9 to 10. No. Don't come from 9 to 10. We will not answer the door. <laughs> I mean, we didn't before. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. That's typical, right? Right. Somebody's here about 9, but... That we open to the public at 10. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. to get things ready. Yes, we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially now. Yes. yes. Lots of getting ready to be done. Mm-hmm. But that's not the Mandela effect. No. It's not the same yeah, thing. Yeah, no, because first it's got to turn into a thing where they either agree with one of us or disagree with both of us, and they remember a totally different thing, and then we add more people to it. <laughs> So how do we we control this this wave this you know bumping into of alternate universes so that we can see this look stuff up <laughs> well we want to see this in action you know what I'm saying? the more informed we all become the more the the more the part the universes converge yeah there you go right <laughs> bring everything back into alignment. Well, that kind of sounds like a conspiracy theory, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. We're doing away with alternative universes. That's right. By golly. <laughs> One We're Google verifying information. Huh. <laughs> we'll show you. Which mm-hmm. totally explains Bigfoot then. Yes, it does. Right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. He in, is- our, in our Bigfoot episode, we did talk a little bit about how one cryptozoologist totally thought that it was an interdimensional being that Uh that's Mm -hmm. why you could never like sometimes you would see him but you never found any trace of him or anything like that picture of him right wasn't that uh part of the issue with the the jersey devil was that one person sighted it and then that kind of spread and and then like before you knew it like 1200 people thought that they had sighted it (laughs) so the jersey Mm. devil is part of the mandela effect so yeah that (laughs) makes you wonder so that's called a myth right so how is it not how is it different from the mandela effect we should call mythbusters (laughs) (laughs) i really there aren't any mandela busters I really, <laughs> really want one of our listeners that has listened to us to us from the beginning to give me stats on how many times Don wants to call the Mythbusters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! From episode one to now, <laughs> oh come on, people, get on it. <laughs> Am I really? <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
you want to really reference them that much? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what we're talking about, but usually That's the right. kind of stuff you're like, we need the Mythbusters. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure they split up. <laughs> Did they? I thought they just made a new show. Uh oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Better look it up. <laughs> pretty sure the Mythbusters split up. So they can bust double the myths. That's right. Which right? one are we going to contact? See, Jamie and, is it Adam? They stayed together on a show, and then the other sidekick Mythbusters did their own thing. Sidekick Sidekick Mythbusters? Mythbusters? <laughs> yeah. Who are yeah. you going to call, man? That's what it sounds like right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have to carry some special, special <laughs> equipment for that? Do they have a containment unit? <laughs> They have special uniforms they have to wear. <laughs> we got to contain those myths, man. Yep. Don't let them out. What if the, What if in an alternate universe, the Mythbusters are actually um, a, a team of of specialists who who wrangle mythological beings like Minotaurs and and dragons and Zeus and stuff. That would be cool. <laughs> They'd so, be Mythbusters. So when their so when the Mythbusters show got canceled, um, it came out that well, apparently this had been a um, Adam Savage says that Jamie and I make no bones about the fact that we're not friends. Oh, oh. apparently they did not. They did not get along very well together they on a personal level. Yeah, they definitely had different personalities. They. In 25 years we've known each other, we've never had dinner alone together. <laughs> <laughs> they were never friends. <laughs> right. Oh, no. But they had a very successful show together. I don't know how For they like managed that. 14 Be- seasons. I know, right? <laughs> I know how they managed it because they were blowing stuff up. They're getting and, their aggression out. And I think they <laughs> had the opportunity to argue with each other about... Why something would work or why something wouldn't work. Yeah. And then, you know. Mm, and then they it. cut the scenes that were like a little bit over the top. Right. <laughs> Where someone threw something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But still, 14 seasons. Like, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. I still think they were in another show. Not together. <laughs> <laughs> I swear they were. But I do think some of the people that were the helpers, I think uh-huh. they did. A show. All right. What else do we got? Anything? So what do we think? Mandela effect. What about it? It's a made-up Com- thing for computer simulation, parallel universes. Focus. Our brains are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of it is. Well, honestly, it's misremembering. Mm-hmm. Right? Honest mm-hmm. lying, whatever. Yep. Yeah. I think it's all brain confabulation. Stuff. Yeah. And one one person says one thing and then somebody else says the same thing and before you know it and everybody just says it like that or Humans are very like susceptible that. to very oh, yeah, subtle that. Yeah. changes and Oh yeah. There we are. They did something. So I was watching something the other day and how this I think it was a comedian led these people to to actually choose the things that he wanted them to choose. Mm-hmm. And it was just by saying things in a certain way. Yeah. And yeah. It was really interesting. So, yeah, I think uh, we could be led to believe lots of things mm-hmm. just, and 
we have no idea. It's a matrix, but not the kind that you think. <laughs> <laughs> so that that should be our our next challenge, as we all think <laughs> to up try of to manipulate each other. Yes, yeah. <laughs> See if we can. Sounds like <laughs> social engineering to me. <laughs> I was willing to say that all these are just honest mistakes, <laughs> not the result of manipulation. I honestly think that they, honestly, they are honest mistakes. <laughs> and if you say honest in the same sentence four times, we can and tell you're not being not honest. <laughs> but I also think that people don't ever want to admit that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. yeah. So they're willing to die on that hill. Right. Same bad play to Jeannie. Because <laughs> and I was like, no, he didn't. They don't want to admit, even at little things. Well, that, that, mm. that was I a just, conversation we had. She kept saying, like, you know, what if what if you grew up and you remember <laughs> right. watching this movie? And I was like, what if this was, like, a childhood movie that you know you saw? And you'd, like, text your sister about it. And she's like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, that was not a real thing. And then we look it up, and it's not a real thing. And he's like, eh, it'd be fine. I kept thinking about it. I'm just like... <laughs> No, I'm like no. I probably would just be like you know that was just my brain mixing up some things and, and, and I like, like I must I don't think you so. know I must not have cared that much about it to begin with because I didn't remember it very good mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> I don't know I mean maybe maybe we'll find out when it, when that happens and see how it really what happens when I tell you that Resident Evil wasn't a real thing <laughs> what <laughs> but then how do I know about but it but I played like all of them. <laughs> Okay, well, this has been our discussion of the Mandela Effect on the long overdue podcast. Contents are subject to change depending on what dimension you are listening to this in at the time. Thank you for listening.